0: I'm Gary Fogle, and welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. Happy that you could join me for this podcast, and today, talking baseball. Of course, as you know, we should be in the thick of baseball season right now, but uh, obviously that's not the case, so I thought we could at least talk a little bit of baseball. And I'm going to take you back quite a few years, a century back. I'm going to take you back to the 1920s and 1930s. That's because back in 1921 is when the New York Yankees came to Louisville. And it's one of five times that I know of that Babe Ruth made an appearance in the state of Kentucky. And one of four times he played in an exhibition game. Uh, The fifth time we'll talk about he didn't come back as a player. We'll talk about why he came back the fifth time later. But actually, in uh, August of 1921, the Yankees came to Louisville and played against the Louisville Colonels, which was a minor league baseball team, which existed for many years up until the early 70s. And they came here for an exhibition game. It was August 15, 1921. And you would probably say, well, how did that happen? Because August is the middle of the regular season. So how did they come and play an exhibition? Well, back then, players didn't make anywhere near, obviously, the money they do now. And they didn't make big money for even in those days. Many players back then had to get jobs outside the season. Once the season wrapped up, they got regular jobs working wherever to help supplement their income because their pay just for playing baseball wasn't enough to uh, provide for them and their families. So what they did oftentimes was play exhibitions even in the middle of the season, and they would schedule it on days that they had off. So, for example, they came on August 15th of 1921. My assumption is they played on the 14th in a regular season game. They had the 15th off and they were playing on the 16th in a regular season game. So that day, sandwiched in between, they came here and played against the Louisville Colonels in the exhibition game and all the players got paid for that, uh, for the extra game that they played, and that's how they supplemented their income. They came back in June, June 2nd of 1924. They played the Colonels again. Again, that was in the middle of the season. And then, oftentimes, the most popular players played in exhibitions outside the season because they were such a draw, and that happened in 1928 here in Louisville. Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig came in October of 28. They were on a tour of their own because the regular season had ended, the World Series had ended, and they were just playing exhibition games on their own. They would join teams. Ruth would play for one. Gehrig would play for the other. They would play for a local team. And so let me read you a little bit. This is from the Courier-Journal back in 1928 when uh, Ruth and Gehrig came to Louisville and played an exhibition. It says, Babe Ruth, baseball superman, and Lou Gehrig, the smashing chap who comes nearest resembling Ruth, uh, gave Louisville an imitation of their uh, prowess at Parkway Field on Wednesday. That was Wednesday back in, um, again, October 1928. I'm not sure what Wednesday it was, the exact date. But Parkway Field was where the... Um, University of Louisville and the Louisville Colonels played back then. That was their home field. Said Babe, playing with the Eps-Cola team, crashed out two home runs, two doubles, and a single in six efforts. Lou, performing with the Beck's Lunch team. Again, those are obviously local uh, amateur baseball teams in Louisville. He played with the Beck's Lunch team. He socked a home run with the bases filled and hit a single in five play, uh, five, five plate appearances. Both played first base for six innings, and they both pitched the final three. And, of course, they signed autographs and were a big hit with the fans, just those two coming to play in an exhibition in 1928. And what a lot of people don't remember about back then is, you know, for baseball today, obviously a lot of us attend games and see them in person, whether it be a major league game or a minor league. Back then, if you didn't go see a game in person, your only connection to baseball was through the newspaper because obviously there was no ESPN back then or Major League Baseball Network or Fox Sports Channel or anything like that. It wasn't even TV at that point. So you couldn't watch Ruth and Gehrig or the Yankees play on television because there was no TV. As a matter of fact, it wasn't until the late 30s after their career ended that their games even were carried on radio. So your only connection to superstars like Ruth and Gehrig and guys who you you thought were bigger than life was through the newspaper. So fans turning out to see them in an exhibition was extra special because it was the first time many of them ever got to see them play, whether it be or even hear about them playing other than, you know, reading about it in the newspaper. Then the Yankees came again in 1932. This was on April 4th, 1932. So spring training had wrapped up. Uh, The Yankees were headed north to get ready for the regular season. Regular season hadn't started yet. It starts earlier these days than it did back then. This is April 4th, 1932. So they played the Colonels in yet another exhibition. Of course, Ruth and Gehrig involved in that. So... It was interesting that uh, Gehrig and Ruth were here four times because they were the big draw. Obviously, the Yankees were a draw, but Ruth and Gehrig the biggest draw, and and Ruth the biggest draw of all because, as you know, everybody talks so much about Babe Ruth and Babe Ruth off the field. He He was larger than life off the field. He was what I like to say is the Muhammad Ali of his era. When he got off the field, he was the life of the party. He'd go uh, go to the local bar and have a beer with you. He'd smoke cigars with you. And they say oftentimes after a game, Roof would meet up with fans after a game at a local bar, drink with them to the wee hours of the morning, and then he'd show up at the field uh, the next afternoon, maybe a little hungover, and, uh, and swat two or three home runs. And uh, people just love being around him. And Gehrig was the quiet one, uh, the more serious one, but still a fan favorite. So that's why they were such a huge draw back then. Anyway, uh, obviously, I don't know of anybody still alive who attended any of those exhibitions because the last one was in 1932. But I did talk with uh, Harry Rothgerber. And Harry is the former president for the Pee Wee Reese chapter, of the Society for American Baseball Research. And we talked about Ruth and Gary coming back, coming here way back then. Harry's done a lot of research on it. And the first thing I ask him when I talk with him on the phone is if the fans really knew back then what a big deal it was to have those two here.
1: Uh, I sure do, uh, Gary. They... Um you know, Ruth Ruth uh, came to, to Louisville five times and the uh, the nineteen twenty eight game was the uh the third game that he was here for and the um he, he was here with Lou then but uh, the previous two games, interestingly enough, were um won by the Colonels. The uh the uh previous two games were mm-hmm. exhibition games between the the uh, minor league Louisville Colonels and and the uh, major league Yankees and the uh, the Colonels had uh, beaten the Yankees uh, 3 to 1 in 1921 and, and uh, 7 to 6 in 1924 and the um, uh the in the 1921 game there were 12, 000, more than 12,000 people in attendance in a 7500 person ballpark so think about that for a while a lot of fans would be in the outfield. They would they would uh, actually rope off the uh, uh, outfield and uh, have uh, have fans standing uh, out by the by the fence. So um, you know, and they might be eight, ten, eight or ten deep then. But um, when um, when they when in 1924, when the Colonels and the Yankees played, there were almost 10,000 people uh 1928 was uh, the attendance had fallen a little it was a, 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 about 3200 people that were in attendance but uh um it was um it was still a, it was still a rowdy crowd and that was uh, that was in october so the weather was a was a slightly cool and and um there were other events going on at the time
0: and from my understanding because baseball salaries back then obviously weren't what they are today, the the players like Ruth and Gehrig can make more money doing these exhibitions than they did playing during the regular season. Is that correct?
1: You're you're, you're exactly right, Gary. And the and one thing that Babe always wanted was the money up front. Um, <laughs> uh, they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't play. Um, without uh, having uh, the the money in hand uh, because uh, of a bad uh, incident that they'd had early on when the the, uh, Bustin' Babes and and lose were playing each other.
0: Now, Babe Ruth retired from baseball in 1935, but he came back the next year for the Kentucky Derby. He could never come to the Kentucky Derby prior to that because he was always playing. So in 1936... Was his first opportunity to come back for the uh derby, and uh Harry and I talked about Ruth's visit on that day.
1: He told people that he'd been waiting for twenty years for a chance to see the derby and and uh, here I am. he showed up with his uh wife and daughter on uh, Wednesday of Derby week. babe's wife Claire, which was who was his second wife, uh maintained uh, a close eye on his uh on the purse strings of the of the family because Babe was a free spender and uh, but uh, after he and Claire got married um uh, his finances started looking up and um he was Babe was a big better and in in 36 he wanted to, he wanted to put a $5000 bet on brevity which was the odds on favorite for the Kentucky Derby yeah um so um to uh he um he called his bookie and um his, his bookie in new york and and put and placed that five thousand dollar bet but when he when he got to the uh, when he got to the track he put uh he put a small bet on brevity at at the uh at the wagering window and now you may remember that Bold Venture won that derby at 20 to 1, which uh, made uh, his, Babe's bookie very happy. Afterwards, uh, his uh, wife got suspicious about, uh, and uh, Babe, because Babe was so upset at, at uh, his horse losing, you know, his wife got suspicious and. Uh, she said, how much did you have on, on on him? And she was pushing him in that regard. And Babe took out the $10 tick that uh, that he bought, and he said, that, that's all I had.
0: By the way, bravity was one of the heaviest favorites of all time in the Kentucky Derby. Did not win it. Finished second, much to uh, Babe Ruth's disappointment finished second, lost by a neck. What's interesting in that race is coming out of the starting gate, Brevity was bumped by another horse, and Brevity was knocked to his knees, dropped immediately, obviously, to the back of the pack, got back up, got running, got back into the thick of things, made a uh, run in the stretch, but finished uh, a neck shy of winning it. And so Babe Ruth comes away with no money on that afternoon. My thanks to Harry Rothgerber for uh, talking with me with his um, great fountain of wisdom and knowledge of what happened back so many years ago when Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig came to visit. And Harry would like to mention that uh, the Society for American Baseball Research, the Kentucky chapter, which is called the Pee Wee Reese chapter in in this area, but it's Kentucky chapter. They're always looking for new members and He wanted me to point out that you can join them. You don't have to have been a former player, just a a lover, a fan of baseball. That's what they want. And if you want to find out more about them, you can go to their website, and that is sabr.org, the acronym for Society for American Baseball Research. Again, that's sabr.org, and uh, you can uh, then check on the Kentucky chapter And they would love to have you join if you are a huge fan of baseball. And speaking of Harry, I would like to mention that he's one of Kentucky's experts on baseball. As a matter of fact, he wrote a 6,000-word article, and it was titled Babe Ruth Visits Louisville. So if you want to know more about uh, Babe Ruth's visits to uh, Louisville back in the 20s and 30s, Harry wrote a great deal more than what I talked about in this show, a 6,000-word article and it was in a book called The Babe, and it was re- released by the SABR, the Society for American Baseball Research. It's a book that uh, they put out, and it was just a few months ago. So you can go to the SABR store, go to their website, go to their store, and you can purchase that book. And in that book, you'll see that 6,000-word article that Harry wrote. And As a matter of fact, he has written a book all on his own, in its entirety, he released that back in 1999. It was called Young Babe Ruth. So Harry, a uh, uh, very much an expert on Babe Ruth. So that book from 1999, just go to the internet and Google uh, Young Babe Ruth and uh, that book will pop up and you'll see how to purchase that if you'd like to buy that book as well. Anyway, a little bit of a look back at uh, Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig when they came along with the New York Yankees and, and also individually in the 20s and 30s and their visit to Kentucky and their uh, stardom, so to speak, because they were bigger than life uh, back then and people still remember them. Obviously, baseball fans remember them, but you can talk to people who are non-baseball fans and they likely know the names of Babe Ruth and Luke Gehrig. That'll do it for the show. I certainly thank you for joining me. And and I always say, if you have story ideas you'd like to pass along to me, things you think I should be talking about, I certainly welcome them. So you can go to my website, and that's KentuckySportsMemories.com. There you can find my contact information. So reach out to me and um, let me know what you think I should be talking about. and, And possibly I could look into that and make it a show. So that'll do it for this week. I thank you again for joining me. I'll be back next week with another show. Until then, I'm Gary Fogle. This is Kentucky Sports Memories.